Well, welcome to another edition of Intentional Conversations. On Intentional Conversations, we seek to interview leaders in men's ministries to help men grow spiritually and help leaders and pastors to reach men in today's culture, discussing issues that men face every day. This is a program where men's ministry leader interviews leaders in men's ministry. Hi, I'm Mike Salmon with KFIR Men. Several weeks ago, I sent out an email to ask men's ministry leaders and pastors, what is the one question or concern you have regarding men in your church? And the number one response was to get men to develop a devotional or quiet time habit. Well, we're, we're going to take on that today and see what see what we can, we can come up with. A couple of weeks ago on the Men's Ministry Moments, I invited you into my quiet time space to share my thought on developing this habit. Today, I have with me three men who spend time in their own devotional practices, and we're going to talk with each of them during this program about their practice. So I'm pleased to welcome Gary Davis, who is a retired executive and currently the chairman of his elders at, uh, at, at his church, uh, Ron Bullard, a retired telecommunications uh, uh, technician, and Dennis Merritt, who is a Marine currently stationed at Camp Pendleton. So welcome, gentlemen. It's good to have you with us today. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. Good. Well, the program's going to be a little bit different. Uh, like I said, we're going to have a panel discussion. I usually uh, interview men's leaders about their particular ministry and what they are doing to help men in their, you know, to be the men God called them to be. But today we're going to have a conversation about why we feel it is important for every man to develop a habit of having a daily devotional time. But before we really get into our conversation today, I want to ask each of these guys the typical question, a couple of questions I like to ask all my guests uh, before we get started. And that is, what is their favorite verse or life verse or maybe a verse that uh, God's using to speak to you right now? And why is that verse so important to you? So I'll just start with Gary and just go with Gary and let you share Oh, well, thanks. So well, good to be here, uh, Mike. Thanks a lot. So um, one of the verses that I've uh, um, kind of gone back to most of my uh, my life, if you will, is 2 Timothy 1.7. For God has um, given us a spirit of uh, a uh, has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And you, you might not um, uh, be able to believe this about me, but at one point in time, I was a pretty shy and retiring sort of guy. And I found strength in this uh, in this uh, passage, and it was uh, one that I often uh, went back to, especially when I had to get up and, and talk in front of large groups. So it was my um, my convicting verse, if you will. I've had several others, but that's the one that's probably been with me the most of my life. Okay, good, Ron. What about you? What's your life verse or particular verse that God's using right now to speak to you, and why? Well, I wouldn't say I have a, a life verse, and also, Mike, thank you for uh, inviting me to be part of this. Um, okay. But right, the verse that's really speaking to me right at the moment, is, especially for the last year, is uh, Ephesians 2.8. And it says, uh, for mm. by grace you have been saved through yeah. faith, Amen. and that not of your own. It is the gift of God, not by works, lest anyone should boast. And it just keeps reminding me that uh, my, my salvation is strictly in Christ. And, and so often we have a tendency to fall back, even though we say it's by faith, we want to always kind of go back and start trying to earn that faith by doing works. And we have to keep reminding ourselves that uh, it's not by works. Uh, it is by faith. But then again, you know, Mike, we've been studying in uh, uh, James lately, 
Uh, and, mm. and there again, you know, it says that as the body uh, without the spirit is dead, so is faith without works dead. Works, yeah. So we still have to incorporate good works because that's the reason why we're saved is to be God's hands and feet and to do his work. And mm. so, uh, but it's mm. by faith. Okay, thanks. How about you, Dennis? What's the, what is your uh, key verse right now? Um, I think in this season there's this one verse, Matthew 16, 16, has been brought up by pastors and men's groups every single week this month. And it's when Jesus is talking to the disciples, he's asking who the people say that, that he is. And then Peter answers him. He says, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And then Jesus goes on to tell him that you didn't come to this decision by your own. You came to this from my father in heaven. And it's just, it's reassuring to me because it's nothing that I'm going to do out of my own power. It's nothing that we can do in our humanly form or in by our own understanding that we're actually going to have this revelation of Christ. It's because of God working on us, the sanctification that's happening in our life. That's when we're going to actually have the revelation of who Christ is and what he's actually done for us. All right. Super. I uh, appreciate y'all sharing that. And uh, as I told our listeners, we're going to be talking about devotions today. And the only way y'all could uh, really be able to to discuss uh, what those verses mean to you is through your own personal study and your own personal uh, um, uh, prayer time, so to speak, when, when you're in your devotions. So I'm just going to get it right into it. And I'm just going to throw it out there, guys. And let's see where we can see where God takes us with this. And this is, so why did you start to have a devotion in your lifetime or quiet time, whatever you want to refer to? Why did you start doing that? And I'm just throwing it out for anybody that wants to talk first. I start the day uh, that way and I have for some time and it's a way for me to get centered and to um, uh, to talk. I mean, the the thing about uh, devotion time is that it's a it's a form of worship and it's a way to connect. And so, um, you know, by starting my day that way, uh, I start with what's important and it gets me really focused on um what I should be concentrating on for the for the day. I mean, God talks to me, talks to me uh, through His Word, and uh, I mean, for folks who um, you know are struggling to hear the voice of God, it's here. I mean, it's in the Word, and um, all you have to do is pick up, pick it up, and He'll He'll talk to you. I mean, uh, the words will come, uh, the thoughts come when you need them uh, through the day. Uh, it gives me strength. Mm, good, good. I know originally I started going in when I first got saved, I didn't really know where to start or what to do, but it, I went away with um, a good friend of mine who's one of the pastors at our church. And he sat me to the side and showed me every morning, like I read this devotional and this devotional. I, I speak scripture because it gives me this power, or the power that it has and just sat down and actually showed me and taught me like, this is why I do the things I do. And ever since then, I've just been trying to to mold that and shape that to what works best for me. Okay. What about you, Ron? Yeah, kind of echoing what you know, Gary how he said it earlier, is that uh, just by starting my day out every day uh, with my thoughts on God and uh, talking to Him and praying to Him, um, then I'm saturating my mind with the Word of God. And it's mm -hmm. not, instead of in, uh, saturating my mind with the things of this world, because if you get up first thing in the morning and fix a cup of coffee and cut on the news, you're going to automatically be bombarded with this negative, all this negative stuff. Mm -hmm. 
But if you go have that quiet time and start it out with God and talk to Him, uh, it's amazing. Uh, I have a devotional I get every morning uh, from Dr. David Jeremiah. And the first thing I do, I get it on my phone. It's an email. So the, the first thing I do is I go, when I go into my quiet time is I read that devotional. And it helps to kind of set my mind on that stage of um, what I really need to be working on that day. And so it just it just starts my whole day out on the right foot. And um, I've been doing I've been doing quiet time for probably 10 or 12 years or more. And um, and it, it just makes it such a huge difference for him, for me to start my day that way. Do you ever notice, do you ever notice, uh, you know, sometimes things happen in life and you may uh, have to skip a day or miss a time or something like that. Do you, do you ever notice how it, uh, if it affects your day or affects sure. you personally? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I can uh, think of times where I've you know, gotten distressed in the afternoon or something like that, or, or maybe gotten off focus or something. Uh, and, you know, you think back and say, oh, okay, well, I was running out of the house this morning and I didn't pay attention to what I should have been. And mm -hmm. the day uh, uh, took me away. And the next thing you know, I'm in a mess. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of it's interesting because I, fi I find the same thing with myself. You know, I can tell when I didn't have that, uh, that time with the Lord during the day. And so it, it's definitely, definitely them. Ron made a comment about some, some material that he uses. Yeah. Um, what other materials, what, what materials do you, uh, Dennis and Gary, do y'all use? Do you use anything different or, or particular that you like to use? Yeah, I think, um, so my, my habits have changed a lot between North Carolina and California because of the commute that I have. Um, yeah, that's a long commute. That's well, a long commute, man. Yeah. <laughs> So in North Carolina, I was only 10 minutes from the base. And so I was able to sit down for a longer period in the morning and I could read larger devotionals. And at the, that time I was doing sparkling gems from the Greek by Pastor Rick Renner. Uh -huh. And uh, I'd sit down and I'd, I'd be able to read the three to four pages that was included in that devotional. Whereas out here, I'm a little more strapped for time because it takes me an hour to get to work. And so I'll usually read uh, Wisdom for Each Day by Billy Graham. Yeah. So I'll start with that, and then I'll finish the rest of my devotional time while I'm actually in the car driving to work. Okay. And as uh, Ron mentioned, I, I also uh, like to listen to uh, uh, Dr. Uh, Jeremiah. Uh, Alistair Begg is another one who um, I'll listen to. Um, but I typically, uh, I, over the maybe past five-plus years, I've done a, uh, an online study. Uh, so I have an app on my phone and uh, I've done uh, one of the uh, the, the uh, Bible through a year series. Mm -hmm. I mean, I used to do it, uh, you know, through the Bible itself, you know, the old Thompson chain reference and the Ryries and, and the Jeremiah Bibles all have uh, a year's uh, program in there. But the nice thing about the app is that uh, uh, it reminds me, you know, so I'll get a reminder to uh, if I haven't gotten into it by the time I expect to, it'll give me a little reminder and that'll jog my memory and get me into it. So um, I'll do uh, uh, typically a um, uh, the, their program, which is essentially at this time, it's a chronological. So uh, we're going through the Old Testament at the moment uh, and other times it might be other studies. Also, as, as you all know, I teach 
and uh, I use that material typically uh, to direct me and dir direct my studies. Uh, but I also find right now media to be effective in terms of giving me material uh, to study uh, for uh, various men's groups, et cetera, that, uh, or classes that we have to teach. So mm -hmm. usually a lot of different things. Good. Uh, Dennis made a comment about doing some of his devotion while he's driving. Uh, why don't you share that a little bit? Because, you know, uh, when I did a men's ministry moment here a few weeks ago, I talked about that when I was uh, younger and I had an hour commute to work, I had to actually do some of my devotions in the car too by listening to an audio tape or something of that nature. Dennis, would you share a little bit about your experience in, in that area now? Yeah, so I usually, um, I try and hit three different wickets in the, in the morning before I actually get to work. I try and get some kind of wisdom, which is my uh, devotional, and I try and speak scripture over my life, and then I spend some time in prayer. And so a lot of times after I leave the house, I'll just put on my Bible app and usually declare a couple of Psalms over my life, Psalm 23, 91, and I'll just keep going until... Um, I've memorized a couple of them and then I'll move on and switch them up. Yeah. And then after I actually declared scripture over my, my life, I'll usually turn the, the music off and I'll spend some time in prayer and I'll keep a list on my phone of things that I'm praying for so that I'm constantly circling those things um, that are important to me that, that are, that are going on in my life right then. And then usually after that, I'll switch to either worship some type of worship music for the rest of the ride, or I'll jump into a, a message or a podcast, mm -hmm. depending on what kind of mood I'm in. Okay, good. Do all, all three, three of you uh, go ahead? Go ahead. With your eyes open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, there have been times when I'm in the middle of worship, and all of a sudden something hits me, and I'm I might have to pull over because my eyes are welling up, and I'm like, uh, "What are you doing?" <laughs> I'm driving quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah, you said something hit me. I was afraid you were talking about somebody. Somebody hit you. What it right? Well, good. Um, do all three of you all do your devotions first thing in the morning, or do you, or you switch it up any or anything like that? I I started first thing in the morning. First, yeah. as soon as okay. I. I get up uh, within the first 10, 15 minutes of me getting out of bed. That's, that's when I have my quiet time uh, before my mind gets distracted on the things of the day. And um, so, yeah, that's when I do mine. First thing. Same for me. Yeah. Okay. How, yeah. how long have, how long have y'all been doing your devotions? I mean, just consistently being able to do your devotion. How long do you think it's been? Been been five years, ten years, half your life. It's been a long time. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's been over twelve years. I know for myself. Um, I started it. I've been retired uh, almost eleven years. I know I started it before I retired. So yeah, it's been probably twelve, thirteen, so years. Okay, I've been um, about three years or so. Yeah, three. Yeah, you're the, okay, and. Uh, uh, so you never have you ever done them any other time than in the morning? Have you done them in the midday or the evening before you go to bed or anything like that? Have you ever done that? I've tried. Um, so uh, it, you know, I'm retired now too. When I was working, 
it, uh, you know, I might have been traveling and it wasn't uh, easy or convenient to do it early in the morning. Uh, uh, so uh, you know, what I found, though, is that um, if I did it later in the day, I wasn't as focused and my mind would drift off or I might get tired, uh, something like that. So um, that's why I switched and started first thing. It's yeah, I mean, it's just like waking up as far as I'm concerned. It's uh, how you wake up. Yeah. yeah. Um, Go ahead, Dennis. Yeah. I've, I've tried in the evenings before, and it's usually I'm so tired from the day because I'm not retired. I'm still, <laughs> still working and stuff. But uh, by that time, my eyes are trying to close on me if I lay down and try to yeah. read anything. Yeah. So I, I've been I, pretty consistent in the morning. Yeah. I know. Um, I know for myself, it's, uh, I find the mornings are the best time, but I have done them at other times in the day in my younger life, I should say it that way. And uh, because like you, Dennis, uh, I had uh, quite a bit of commute sometimes when, when I was younger. And uh, and so I tried different things. And sometimes I do them during lunchtime at work when I was younger. But still, uh, I have found out that uh, – uh, doing them first thing when you get up in the morning is probably the best thing we do, and uh, and I even look forward to it. When I wake up, I uh, I look I look forward to the coming into my office here and uh, getting over there on my couch that I have here in my office and sitting down and going through the scriptures and my devotional books. I find it it's much more refreshing and much more prep uh, helps me to prepare for the day. So yeah, I guess uh, I get that, and I do. Yeah, I know it usually helps me set myself up for the rest of the day just because I don't I have so much going on between family and work and seminary and men's ministry. Usually the, the checklist is the first thing on my mind. And so I take that time and I'm trying to I, I try and sit down in the morning and rest like the Bible tells us to do. Mm -hmm. Try and rest for a little bit. Be still and know that I am God, you know, just mm -hmm. sit, clear my mind. And that usually gives me the the endurance and the the calm and peace that I need to to get through the rest of the day without mm. blowing up. You <laughs> <laughs> know, my Marines appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I think we would all have to admit too at times. Uh, some mornings I get up and I find it hard to pray. And uh, mm. you said, Dennis, about just being still or just being quiet and some mornings uh when i'm having trouble praying or keeping my thoughts uh then i just try to get like you said still and quiet and just wait on the lord mm -hmm. and uh and yeah. then and, and sometimes it's like i said it's not always easy to pray in the morning time uh and it's amazing how some mornings you can get started and you feel like nothing's happening like my prayers are just bouncing off the ceiling and then all of a sudden, it's like sometimes the Holy Spirit just begins to really speak to me. And then, mm. and that's sometimes some of my very best quiet times uh, is when it starts out slow and, uh, and, and I don't really have anything on my mind. But, mm. uh, but it can be hard some mornings. It really can. Mm. Yeah. Well, let me ask you all this question. As we dive deeper into it, you've shared some about what you're doing in your devotion times, about when you do your devotions and and uh, some of the material that you're uh, that you're using. Uh, how difficult was it to begin uh, developing a habit and disciplining yourself to to, uh, uh, to have this dedicated time each day to spend it with with God and let Him speak to you? 
It wasn't hard. I mean, uh, certainly um, staying focused on it, you know, maybe um, after you do it for a little while, it just becomes automatic or did mm -hmm. for me anyway. Uh, like most uh, habits, um, uh, good or bad for that matter, but uh, if you start it and, and keep consistent, it just uh, takes over for you, or at least, you know, that's that's what you feel like you got to do uh, in order to get your day going, but it wasn't hard to start. Anybody else? I think it was just trying to find what worked. There was, when I was early on, I was trying to figure out, okay, what do I do I do a devotional? Do I need to read the Bible or do I do this or do I do that? And it's just kind of grown since then, trial and error, seeing what works for me personally. I was trying to try to do things at different times of the day and realize that the morning was the best time and I needed to just bite the bullet and wake up a little bit earlier because what's what's more important, that 30 minutes of sleep or that 30 minutes with the Lord? <laughs> so yeah. just finally getting the getting it figured out to where I need to wake up a little bit earlier because this is when I can concentrate and focus the best mm. and then meeting myself with some grace if that doesn't happen. Mm. Mm. How about you, Ron? Yeah, I, I really, uh, when I started, I really had, like Gary said, no problem disciplining myself to do it. Uh, it, it just, you know, I was actually uh, at a Johnny Hunt's men's conference in Woodstock about 12 or 13 years ago in a, uh -huh. One of the speakers got up and he was asking us how many of us could recite uh, at least one Bible verse, give the, the book, the chapter, the verse, and recite it. And he said, how many of you can do at least one? Well, uh, everybody's hand in there went up. And I'm talking about right. about 7,000 men in there. And right. But then he, he said, how many of you can recite five Bible verses, chapter, verse, and recite it? About half the hands went down. And by the time he asked how many can do 10, there was very few hands in there. Up. It just really made me realize how I needed to start disciplining myself to internalize the word of God. Mm -hmm. And you internalize mm -hmm. it by your memorizing, your memorization. And uh, mm -hmm. that's when you start not having it just in your mind, but you also you get it in your heart. Mm -hmm. um, and so, uh, and that's when I really started my daily devotional quiet time and um and that, and that's you know, i've mentioned to you guys before um i try to write verses if i'm reading the bible and a verse really speaks to me i try to write it out on a cue card and i try to memorize that verse and and work on it and uh you have to go back because over time if you don't go back and get yourself mm. you know, stay familiar with you will forget it so yeah. uh once i decided that's what I needed to do. Uh, I had very little trouble getting started and staying you know, vigilant and diligent about you know, doing my quiet time. And you brought up an interesting point, and that's memorizing scripture. Do y'all, all of you, uh, uh, Dennis and Gary, do you also uh, use that time to memorize scripture and, uh, and hide it? Yeah, for sure. But I tell you, I'm the most impressed by Ronnie. He's usually one of the first uh, people in any group that's got the scripture memorized. And I, yeah. uh, I, I got to say that uh, I, I, I am not that way. I don't think <laughs> that way, but uh, it sure impresses me. Yeah. <laughs> it, I, it's yeah. not easy because that's the reason I, I write it out on that cue card mm -hmm. and, and I have to keep going over it and over it. You know, uh, you remember it's, it's that, you know, continuing to feed that mind 
and, and after a while it, it sticks and once it's there uh it, it usually stays but it takes mm -hmm. it takes some discipline yeah. yeah what was that what was that that dr Pinnock used to say ron years ago it's harder by the yard, but something. Uh, a cinch by, by the inch and a hard by the yard. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> you take yeah, a that was, I forget what day it is. So. Yeah, that was, uh, that was one man. If he wanted you to memorize a particular scripture, you better memorize it. He <laughs> <laughs> would call on you in a heartbeat in front of you. <laughs> you that scripture <laughs> all right that's so true that's so true um you kind of touched on this at the beginning but i want to get into a little bit about uh, why we believe that men need to develop a discipline of having their quiet time why do you think men need to do that i think like i started talking about but just that the time that we get in the morning to clear our minds and to not focus on everything that we have to do or the responsibilities that we have and actually sit down and be quiet and try and listen to God, learn about God, but not just, not just know him, but want to be with him, want to get to know him and have a relationship there. And we don't get that when we're busy running around uh, trying to do the things that the men have to do during the day, you know? Yeah, I'd say the same, That, uh, and it's not just for men, it's for anybody for that matter, that um, you think yeah. about, you know, um, relationships. I mean, uh, having a relationship with a person, you know, to have a good relationship, to understand them, you need to communicate with them, you need to talk to them, you need to share things with them, uh, you, you need to, you know, just uh, let him know what you're thinking and have that kind of dialogue. And it's really the same with God. I mean, as I said uh, early on, I, I view uh, devotion time as, as a time of worship. So uh, sometimes we, we think that the only time we worship is when we're in the pews on Sunday, but um, it can happen anytime. And, um, and uh, uh, I find my devotion time to be every bit and sometimes even more important than uh, any other uh, form of worship. It's a time that, uh, again, it's relationship and God can talk to you. Um, and frankly, uh, if you if your mind is cluttered or your days are cluttered with all kinds of other things, certainly you're not going to be able to communicate with him as much as you would, uh, uh, other than, than um, you just a focused um, uh, time to communicate, a uh, devotion time, or whatever the case may be. We just lost Ronnie, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little technical difficulty there, but that's okay. We can continue yeah. on, and uh, we're getting him back. So, but go ahead, Gary. What's your what Yeah, just saying? again, it's it's for me, it's about a relationship, and it's about worship. Mm. Good to have you back, Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rock golf. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, was, I was concerned you were, you were, you uh, didn't like what Gary was saying, and so you left us. It's his bedtime. Well, good. That's good. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, anybody else wants to share about the um, about why man should uh, develop, or, or as Gary say, anybody really should develop a, uh, a a quiet time, devotional time in their life? Anybody want to expand on what Gary was saying? 
Well, I, I did drop off and I missed part of what Gary said, but but you know, as he was talking earlier, you know, the thing I was thinking about, if if when we stop and realize the depth of God's love, just how much He loves mm-hmm. us, and that He just wants a fellowship with us. And mm-hmm. you know, it says, you know, scripture says that the chief purpose of man is to glorify God Amen. and to enjoy him forever. And God give us free will so that we could choose to either love him or reject him. He didn't want us to be programmed like a computer or a robot so that we had to love because that's not true love. He wanted true love and he wanted to give us free will to love him or reject him. But the main thing, he loved us so much. We know that he sent his son. And if If he would sacrifice his only son, Mm. To, to redeem us because mm. of his love for us. Mm. Man, why, why would we not want to spend time with him, with a God like that? Amen. Mm. Yeah. And if Jesus is supposed to be the person that we're trying to emulate and we're pursuing to be like, how many times in the Bible does Jesus escape to be alone and to pray and to yeah. enjoy his quiet time with the Father? Mm-hmm. Yep. He's, he's just setting the example of what we're supposed to be trying to do on a daily yeah. basis. Yeah, absolutely. The scripture tells us many times how he stole himself away into the mountains and, and spent sometimes all night praying uh, about certain things and, and spending time with the Father. And of course, that's one of the things in John 17, when you look at that, he prayed and, and uh, what, is, what is truly the Lord's prayer is the fact that he wanted his people that he was uh, that he was reaching to to have the same kind of relationship with the Father as he had with the Father, and uh, it, it's it's uh, it's very important. If a man or woman, you know, we may have some ladies all may listen to this this uh, sometime too, but if they, uh, but in particular, you know, we're looking to reach out to the men. But um, what would you, how would you help someone to begin to develop? a discipline and devotionals. How, what would you tell them to do to begin with? And so they won't get, so all of you shared a lot of stuff that you're doing as far as videos you may be watching, podcasts you may be listening to, books you may be reading. But, uh, you know, a man that has not done this uh, uh, consistently or has a regimen in this uh, may find that overwhelming. So what would you recommend to a guy uh, that's wanting to do this, and he's just starting out to, to develop this discipline. What would you What would you say for him to do? Pick one. <laughs> yeah. There are so many good ones out there. Uh, I would just say, you know, find one that um, speaks to you, uh, that you can understand. And start there. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, point him in the direction of reading one of the one of the gospels, for instance. Maybe to start with, um, if uh, depending on where they are in their walk. But um, um, yeah, I mean, there's so many good ones out there today. It's a matter of finding one that is just going to resonate with uh, where you are at that particular moment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah I think- go ahead, Dennis. Oh. I was just going to say, just like Gary said, just finding there's so many devotionals out there that you can grab. Just finding one that speaks to you and that resonates with what you're, what season you're in. And then maybe just finding an, another program that's going to take you through the Bible, like one of those year programs that, mm-hmm. that get you through the entire Bible so that once you have a better understanding of, of the word in general, you next year you can start something different and 
dive mm-hmm. deeper into one of the books that really really spoke to you or something. Okay. So what we're going what we're going to say, Ron? I was just going to say, you know, the longest journey starts with one step. Amen. You've got to get started. So it doesn't mean that you've got to start the first thing in the morning and spend 30 minutes in quiet time in prayer. If you can spend five minutes, then you have started. And you will find that five minutes will turn into 10 minutes because you'll find that you have more and more that you want to say to our Father. And and it will just, it will continue to grow and to expand. But the biggest thing is just to get started. If it's five minutes in the morning time, if it's two minutes, uh, mm-hmm. but we, we you just have to get started. Yep, you're right. Just, it's just a, an add-on to that too. It doesn't have to be King James. So <laughs> do it in a language that you understand. I mean, that's, I can remember my some of my early days, I, I'd fall asleep in some of the, 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 the language just trying to understand it. But today you have so many versions out there um, and you know, if you start in one, you'll start to hunt around. You'll, you'll, your, your uh, mind will be tweaked by something that grabs it, and you'll look into some of the other translations to see, you know, what they say and how they say it to gain uh, some greater uh, understanding. But, but uh, do it in a version that you can uh, relate to. And, yeah, that, 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 that's true, and it's it's amazing that when you begin to. To read the word, how it will draw you into it. And uh, so, um, you know, one of the scriptures that, um, one of the first scriptures I learned was came from Joshua 1a. It talks about the, the book of the law, you know, is uh, uh, will not depart from your mouth, but you should meditate it on a day and night mm-hmm. so that you can be able to do everything that is written in it. And then you will, and then it will, uh, uh, help you to prosper and, and, and you will have good success, you know? And so the fact is the scripture over and over tells us to be in the word, you know, Mm -hmm. to meditate on the word and talk about the word. Uh, Somebody mentioned earlier about, um, uh, be still know from Psalm 46, 10 about being still and knowing, knowing, knowing that he is God, you know, and and then you got uh, Psalm 119, 11, that talks about hiding the word in your heart so that you may not, uh, uh, may not sin, sin you know, against him, and and the only way we do that is by diving into the word and having these particular devotional mm. times in our lives. Um, is there a particular place that you have to have your devotion? I mean, what if you're on a trip? What happens if you're on a trip? Well, again, I do mine on my um, uh, on my uh, usually on my uh, iPad, so I've got the uh, Bible app there, and I pop it up, and it reminds me of the last place I was. I do have a place uh, in home here where I do it every day, and that just seems to be uh, a reinforcement for my habit, if you will. A comfortable place. I have other reading materials there. Um, and it's just a place that I feel comfortable at. If we are traveling, um, I'll grab my iPad and take it with me and uh, try to do it at the same time anyway. But uh, there's a there's kind of a familiarity, uh, familiarity comfort factor with going to the same place and uh, doing it at the same time. Yeah. Dennis, I will throw that out to you because you're in the Marine Corps. And so and you reach, you minister to a lot of guys that are in the Corps and in other branches of service. And you guys get deployed. 
and you could be deployed for uh, mm -hmm. yeah months at a time. So what would you, what would your recommendation be as far as uh, that finding that place to to our service uh, men and women out there? Yeah, it's usually anywhere anywhere you can stow away for a little bit to escape from everybody else and have that quiet time. So like when I do go to the field, a lot of times in, it's in, I'll lock myself in the back of my vehicle and I got my little headlamp on and I sit there and I read my shortened devotionals because eventually someone's going to bang it on the back of it, trying to find me. But <laughs> <laughs> or if I'm in, depending on where we're at, sometimes it's in my little two man tent when I wake up, yeah. you get up there and before you open the tent to get out and start your day, it's, all right, I'm going to spend a few minutes in here reading through a couple psalms, and then once I'm ready, I'll I'll get out and start everything up. So, so the point is, even even if you're not at home in your familiar surroundings, you can still do your devotions. You can still find a place to do your devotions sure. and and be very effective, efficient at conducting those devotions. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, yeah. So I, I know a lot of times there's when I'm out in training or on deployment or something like that, that's some of the best times that I do experience the relationship with God is because at that point, you're not worried about what you have to do or how to get to work or all the different, there's so many things that are taken off of your plate because you're just mm -hmm. out there mm -hmm. with the other service members and you have, you know what your task is going to be for the day. And so the chance for you to sit out there, be still, you're already out in nature and just kind of taking it all in. It's been some of the most intimate times that I've had. Mm, yeah. That's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's interesting. That's interesting. Uh, Cause I don't get out there like that anymore. <laughs> I, mean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it gets below 60 degrees. I'm, I'm in the house. <laughs> but anyway, that's good. Well, we're coming up on our time here. I want to, but I, and I want to give you guys a, a few minutes just to say any last tidbits that may be on your mind you haven't been able to share. And I'm just going to go around the table here, so to speak, and give each one of you a couple of minutes just to share what's on your heart and uh, uh, what you want to do to encourage a, a young man uh, or even an older man uh, to begin a, a life of having. Uh, devotions and, uh, and spending that time with the Lord uh, as he begins each day. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna drop, to drop over and, and let uh, let Ron uh, take it for a little bit if you've got anything to say and, and just share share your heart right now. Just take a minute or two to do that. Ron, if you can take a minute or two. I know how you like to talk. <laughs> I'll give you the TV guide version. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, one of the things I, I find is such a, a privilege for myself each day for to do intercessory prayer. I like praying for our pastors uh, at the church, uh, mm -hmm. for uh, pastors and other churches around our you know neighborhood that I know of, uh, and especially just praying for my family, um, for my son, and uh, I, he's thirty-seven, and uh, I know he has a personal walk with the Lord, and. Uh, He's very active in his church and pray for my daughter and my grandkids. I, I love praying. I just love to do a lot of intercessory prayer in the morning uh, just for people that uh, mean so much to me. And, and, and um, you know, there again, Jesus Christ is praying for us right now in heaven. 
and and we don't stop to think about that a lot of times but he intercedes for us when the enemy is accusing us uh he's praying for us just like he he said he prayed for peter and uh and so uh, i find it important to pray for others for that that's jesus just like dennis said earlier he he found he found it important to pray to the father and if jesus prayed we need to pray and even Amen. more so and so um it's just uh it's just an honor to be able to you know the old testament uh they could not enter into the presence of uh, of god because the holy spirit did not come upon them and uh we can enter into the holy of holies and talk to god himself what a privilege and an honor that mm-hmm. is and and not to take advantage of that um we are cutting ourselves short and so i would encourage everyone to carve out that if it's like you say if it starts out three or four minutes in the morning or in the evening whatever's convenient just to start and, and it will grow I mean, truly truly it will grow amen amen thanks thanks ron appreciate that but how about uh dennis i'm gonna i'm gonna jump up to you and and uh, wherever you rather and and uh, let you share yeah i think anybody getting started it's important to meet yourself with a little grace because it's going to take yeah. a little bit of time to find what works for you or what and you enjoy the most or what helps you have that relationship the most but i think just starting small starting with something as long as you're doing something and as you progress in that as you grow in your relationship and you see god's hand in your life and you start seeing him on your daily walk and then things that that are happening and conversations you're having and you'll start seeing the ripple effects of that just small amount of time in the morning and that hunger that builds from that the the relationship that's growing is just gonna help mold your daily devotion time and expand it and want you're gonna want to do more you're gonna want to spend more time you're gonna want to memorize more scripture or spend more time in prayer because you're gonna see the effects that are going out and touching mm-hmm. people not just in your life, but even further than that. And so as long as you can start somewhere, then it's just going to start something in the right direction. You're going to start to feel that, see those effects and feel that hunger. And it's going to get, it's going to grow more and more. Good. Good word. Good word. How about you, Gary? I think the only thing that I could add, I mean, uh, some really good stuff, but uh, at some point reading the, the Bible from, uh, uh, you know, straight through from Genesis to Revelation is something you need to do. It is such an amazing story, and you get such a um, a different perspective when you when you hear the whole story put together. I mean, mm-hmm. oftentimes many of us will wonder, uh, you know, or say something like, you know, I wonder why God doesn't do this or doesn't do that. And you'll find that He did. And you'll find it uh, somewhere in the Bible that. He spoke to each of our wonderments in that regard, and uh, there will be a record of it. He uses the least of us. Uh, mm-hmm. He uses, um, uh, you know, uh, people of, uh, you know, that have uh, committed great sins, if you will. Uh, he uses each and every one of us. He didn't go to the, uh, you know, the upper echelon and, and uh, only give his word to them. He gave it to each and every one of us. But reading the story, and of course, you know, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy, you can move through a little more quickly because it does become a bit tedious. But but even then, uh, you'll see how exacting, um, 
you know, some of the requirements were to 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 um, to find that salvation that He so freely gives us through His Son. I mean, the work that people had to go through um, when they didn't have uh, a Jesus that uh, intervened for them uh, was just it's you know you find it was just uh, beyond many of us, if not all of us, to be able to complete that. So. Uh, seeing the whole story, uh, you have to work that in somewhere along the way. And uh, I guarantee uh, once you do it, uh, you'll want to do it again and again uh, oh, because it really, really comes absolutely. together for you. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. And one of the things I like to tell people a lot of times, and some of you certainly say this, is try to develop a habit of reading at least five chapters out of the mm. Word of God every day. And if you do that, you'd be amazed how quickly you can read through the whole Bible. And uh, and just that. And of course, there's other resources out here, like the one-year Bible that, like Dennis mentioned, and, and some others that <clears throat> that you can uh, grab hold to to help you to do that. Well, guys, it was great to have you on today, talking about this uh, important uh, discipline. I think every every person needs to have in their Christian walk, and that is to have that devotional and quiet time. And I do appreciate your candor about you about sharing your time and. The, and what you do, and, and sometimes the difficulties we have in doing that. So uh, I, I think we all understand that uh, it does take discipline, but once you begin it, it becomes part of your life, and that's what you want to do. You Amen. miss it when you don't do it. You just, I know I do. I pure miss Amen. it when I don't do it. So uh, so the the critical thing is is that we need to, to, for each of you out there who are listening to this podcast, that if you do not have one, start it. I want you to start it today and stick with it. And like Ron and some of the others said today, you know, if it's only three or four minutes, start, you know, mm -hmm. and you will find that God will begin to bless you. It, uh, it the rewards will be tremendous. And, uh, and before you know it, you'll be spending a half an hour to an hour in your devotional times and you will thoroughly enjoy it. So uh, guys, I appreciate you being on tonight. Thank you, Mike. Thank you for the invitation. Good. So if you want to know more about what we discussed tonight, uh, do, uh, just be, feel free to contact me at capefearmen at gmail.com. And so look for us again in, in the future Intentional Conversations and join us next time with Intentional Conversations with Mike Salmon. God bless. Thank you for listening to Intentional Conversations with Mike Salmon. Intentional Conversations is a production of Cape Fear Men and Men's Ministry Coalition. In case you missed something or would like to review something said, this conversation will be available on the Cape Fear Men website within the next few days. Just go to capefearmen.net slash podcast to listen. You can also find us on iTunes and Spotify, and you will be able to listen to past podcasts. If you enjoyed today's program, I would like to ask you to consider helping us keep these broadcasts coming to you by donating to Cape Fear Men by either going to capefearmen.net and clicking on the donate button at the top of the page or text CAPE, C-A-P-E, to 50155. Cape Fear Men is a 501c3 organization and all donations are tax deductible. Thank you in advance for your donations. If you have other questions, drop us an email at capefearmen at gmail.com. Again, Intentional Conversations is a program where a men's ministry leader interviews leaders in men's ministry. Now, as a beloved mentor used to say, after finishing our time together, I pray God will give you a rock to stand on, a brook to drink from, and a tree to shake you by. Join us next time on Intentional Conversations. God bless.